When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Martin Scorsese is a film director who seems to always be juggling multiple film projects at the same time. As soon as he's done with the film, sometimes even before he's finished making it, you'll hear an announcement that he's already begun work on his next movie. The problem is, with so many projects he's looking to get kicked off the ground, undoubtedly some will never happen, and we're left with numerous Scorsese projects where we're left thinking what might have been. And many of the projects he does end up making come sometimes decades after he first makes the intention to make them, such as his 2016 picture Silence, which was once envisioned as a bloody and brutal epic starring Daniel Day-Lewis and Benicio Del Toro, and over time transformed into a mediative, middle-budget drama starring Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver. The list of films Scorsese was attached to seems never-ending, such as a Mike Tyson biopic, an adaption of Devil in the White City, a Ramones biopic, a Roosevelt biopic, an adaption of The Winter of Frankie Machine, and many others. Some of the films he did actually make in the end, such as The Irishman, Silence, and Gangs of New York, were in danger of being on that list, and of course it may be that Scorsese does eventually get around to making some of those films that he's been associated with but has never got around to making. One of the most talked about Scorsese projects one he himself longed to make was a biopic of the legendary singer and actor Frank Sinatra. It's a film Scorsese had been looking to make since the 1970s, and Scorsese first officially announced he'd be directing a biopic of the 20th century entertainment icon in 2009. Scorsese said he was interested in the man who changed the entire image of the Italian-American, and that's just one thing, along with his political work, civil rights, the mob. It seems an apt combination, one of the greatest Italian-American film directors of the 20th century, looking to put to screen the life of one of the century's biggest Italian-American icons. Sinatra's Hollywood connections, his music, his personality, and his mob connections make him seemingly the perfect Scorsese protagonist, and every name that's been attached to the project seems like Hollywood royalty, names like Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio, Al Pacino, John Travolta and Tom Hanks thrown into the mix, with Scorsese no doubt eyeing an all-star cast for his film. Scorsese worked for years on the screenplay, trying hard to find a way to tell Sinatra's story in such a way that would make it work on the big screen. He once said, We can't go through the greatest hits of Sinatra's life. We tried this already, just can't do it. So the other way to go is to have three or four different Sinatras, younger, older, middle-aged and very old. You cut back and forth on time, and you do it through the music. So that's what we're trying for. It's very tricky. And it seemed he had finally achieved what he was looking for with a script written by Phil Alden Robinson and Billy Ray. So what happened to the project? Well, this is one long gestated Scorsese film that we know the fate of, and not in a good way. 
because Scorsese confirmed in 2017 that the project was dead, and he revealed that the reason was as a result of the Sinatra estate not signing off to details of old Blue Eyes' life that Scorsese wanted to explore. Scorsese said, We can't do it. I think it is finally over. They won't agree to it. Open it up again and I'm there. Certain things are very difficult for a family, and I totally understand. But if they expect me to be doing it, they can't hold back certain things. The problem is that the man was so complex. Everyone is so complex, but Sinatra in particular. Sinatra will always be known first and foremost as a singer, and then as an actor. But in and amongst his songs and films was a man with numerous romantic partners, spells of depression and ties to organised crime. There were dark corners that Scorsese wanted to explore, but clearly this was something that the family of Sinatra felt uncomfortable with, and ultimately, this disagreement and Scorsese's refusal to compromise was the crux of the problem that led the director to leaving the project. According to sources, Scorsese's main hurdle was Sinatra's daughter, Tina Sinatra. At the time, in 2009, Tina said, My father had great admiration for the talent of the people he chose to work with, and the talented people who worked with my father had a great admiration for him. It is personally pleasing to me that this paradigm continues with Marty Scorsese at the helm of the Sinatra film. However, while Scorsese wanted the movie to be hard-hitting and not shy away from the more controversial aspects of Sinatra's life, reports suggest that Tina wanted to show the softer side of her father and let the focus of the film be the music. The two were never able to come to an agreement and Scorsese eventually walked away from the project. It is still a situation that he feels deeply saddened by, having told Variety, I'm sad about the Sinatra one, years after trying to get the film off the ground. How do you feel about Scorsese walking away from a Sinatra biopic? Is this a film you wanted to see happen? Who would you have to play Frank Sinatra? Let me know in the comments below, and thanks for watching.